Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when we educate ourselves. This week's episode features an organization called Better Make Room, which is part of Michelle Obama's Reach Higher initiative that she developed during her time as First Lady. The mission of Better Make Room is to create a forum and support network for students across the country to stake their claim and forge their path to college while lighting the way for other students in need of support. So let's dive in. I spoke with Stephanie Owens of Better Make Room and she told me about her time at the US Department of Education and the development of both the Reach Higher Initiative and Better Make Room. So we started Reach Higher during our time in the Obama administration, which, so we started retire in 2014. I was working at the U.S. Department of Education at the time, and Mrs. Obama wanted to do something with students, and she wasn't sure exactly what that was, so she came to us at the department and asked us, what could, what should we do? And so she, she talked with Secretary Duncan at the time, Arnie Duncan, and he gave her a couple things that, <laughs> that she would be great for, and as they sort of talked through them, it became very apparent that her own story and journey to higher education was something that she could really share with students in a very authentic and real way. So Retire was born. We had our very first college signing day in May of 2014, which is where we announced Retire and announced that we were doing this initiative. And then about a year later, we started Better Make Room. And the reason we started Better Make Room was because we knew that people were very interested in what we were talking about about having students to recognize the importance of going to college. And by college, we mean a two-year degree, a four-year degree, or what's called an industry-recognized certification or some kind of training, essentially, or the military. We knew that students wanted that information, that they were excited to get it. But, you know, kids weren't really going on to whitehouse.gov to get their information or their news, which we totally understood. And so we needed something that really spoke to Gen Z in a real kind of way, in a very authentic way. And that was where Better Make Room was born. And so about a year, like I said, after we launched Retire, we launched Better Make Room as a way for students to be able to, one, talk to each other in their own language on our website, but then also just to uh, interact with us on social media in a very different kind of way than we could with Retire and with a White House of address. So before we get too far into this episode, I want to make a quick book recommendation. Stephanie mentioned Michelle Obama's story about her own college experience, and I highly recommend picking up her book, Becoming, from a library or bookstore or wherever you get your books. I'm sure most people have heard about it, but I'm telling you right now, the hype is real and you should definitely check it out if you haven't already. Okay, so back to Better Make Room. The college application process is a stressful time and there is a lot of work that goes into applying for school. So Better Make Room is trying to make that process more approachable. They offer information about the Common App and how to fill out the FAFSA, and they even have a free texting program called UpNext that answers students' questions via text while they're applying. College applications suck for everyone and can definitely be confusing, 
but this process is typically much easier for wealthier students in this country. In a household like mine, I had always been supported towards college, and because my parents both went to four-year universities, I was well informed about my options and I was supported throughout my entire application process. I asked Stephanie to discuss some of the challenges that low-income and first-generation students in particular face when they're applying for colleges, and this was her response. Absolutely. It's, it's so much. I mean, there are so many things that we as a society, we as a nation really need to be working on to better support students who are the first in their families to go to college. There's just so much that a lot of students don't know. Even those who, whose parents did go to college, there, there's so many misperceptions about college that, um, especially now, that people are seeing and that you're hearing. It's easy to turn on the news and hear people talk about the rising costs of college. Right now we're talking about, you know, what happens if you don't go physically back to college in the fall because of COVID-19. There's just, there's a lot out there that tells students and tells the public that college is not worth it, but all of the data suggests otherwise. So the first big thing that students who are first generation face is not having those people in their life to really explain to them why college is important beyond just the noise that we hear a lot of. I mean, there's been all the scandals in higher education, the costs of higher ed are, you know, astronomical. All of these things are true, but it doesn't take away from the need to still have that opportunity. And most students, especially when they're younger, even when they're sort of younger in high school, say that they want to go to college because they want to follow their dreams. So one of the biggest obstacles is students not knowing where to go. They don't know how to apply for financial aid. They don't know how to apply for college. They've never been on a college campus. So it all feels very abstract. So one of the things that we try to do is to help students to see that it's not abstract, that it's a real concrete thing, that there are a multitude of professions out there that you can do that fit what it is you'd like to study and that you'd like to find out more about. Also trying to talk to students about college doesn't have to be the end. You don't have to know exactly what you want to do on the first day of college or on the last day of high school. You can use time in college to really discover what it is that you want to do, both at a community college or through another program or at a four-year school. That there's a lot of growth that happens at college. And I think that many students who are not around um, a college-going culture don't see that. And that's not their fault. You can't be what you can't see and you don't know what you don't know. And so what we really try to do also with Better Make Room is to highlight students, real students, and their real stories about how they've overcome obstacles to go to college, about the things that they're studying in college, about the activities that they participate in in college, so that we can help students to see that college is not like high school. And for a lot of kids, maybe they didn't really like high school all that much. College is very different from high school, even though it's a, a learning environment. It's not just 13th grade, as a lot of people want to say. It's very different from that. It's also not just a piece of paper. That's the other thing that we hear all the time is that, you know, I paid a lot of money for just a piece of paper. 
And that's so far from the truth. The things that you can learn about yourself in college, the things that you can learn about a skill in college, the doors that are open to you by going to college, by being in, in an educational setting with other people who are your age, your background, um, who are not from your background, who are very different from how you grew up is really important just to your own personal growth. So it isn't just a piece of paper. It may culminate in you getting this diploma, and we talk about that a lot, that you want to have a diploma, you want to have a degree, but that diploma is really full of all of the experiences that you had over those two years or four years or six years or what, however long it takes you to finish. That is what college is. It isn't just this piece of paper that says, here, you can now go do this thing. It's not a checkbox. It's a full opportunity to grow, to mature, to learn about yourself, to change your mind, to make mistakes, to fix those mistakes, and to then be able to figure out what you want to do next. Stephanie really has devoted herself to serving students across the country, and her commitment to making a positive change in the lives of students is inspiring. So, of course, I asked Stephanie the money question. What advice do you most want to share with young people who want to make a change? And this was her response. So one, keep at it. <laughs> this is a, a time in the life of our nation that is going to be important. And it is clearly driven by young people. It's exciting. It's exciting to watch. It's exciting to be a part of. Um, and I'm just so happy that so many of that is happening with students, with student organizations. Every revolution that we've seen in the history of our nation has been started by young people. So never diminish your power and never underestimate your power. That's one. But two, I can't stress enough the importance of educating yourself. There's a lot to learn from from the pioneers of the past. Uh, we just lost the great John Lewis. There's a lot to learn from what he was able to do as a student activist. So learn that history. I know that the 60s feel like it was a really long time ago, but it, it really wasn't. A lot of those tactics that they use are still very much viable and important and relevant today. We can use social media now and the internet in a way that they couldn't, but some of that, some of those lessons, those tactics are still very much real. So learn everything that you can. And another big one I think is just to stay true to, to your belief system. It is hard every day to get up to fight for students. You know, I, I, many of you, I'm sure, know that education budgets are a lot lower than the other budgets in localities and, and even in the federal budget. So getting up every day to fight for educators and to fight for students can be tough. There are days when I want to stop, when I think, oh, I could just go get a corporate job and make a lot of money and <laughs> do something else. But the work always brings me back. And so stay true to yourself. And if being true to yourself means you want to be an accountant, go do it. If being true to yourself means you want to be a teacher, go do it. If being true to yourself means that you want to develop an app that's going to support people all around the world, go do it. Follow that dream. Learn from your mistakes, but absolutely stay true to who you are and follow the path that you have set out for yourself. You're going to learn a lot from people. You're going to want to seek advice from mentors and support from mentors and those who you trust. But at the end of the day, you have to stay true to yourself and stay true to your own mission and your own North Star. So after hearing those words of wisdom, 
I want to quickly highlight one of the points Stephanie made earlier in the episode. While she was referring to the college admissions process, Stephanie mentioned the phrase, you can't be what you can't see, and another one, you don't know what you don't know. I think this applies perfectly to activism and service, especially when it comes to college admissions. As I grew up, college was simply an expectation and a stepping stone to a future career. However, many young people around the country face an uphill battle to simply send in their applications, let alone to actually attend the schools. It's so easy to be naive and stay in the dark about the hardships others are facing in this country and around the world. It's so easy to just make the excuse, well, I didn't know. But see, that's just not good enough. I'm not saying that you should constantly be learning about all of the hardships people face around the world, because that would absolutely make your life miserable. However, I am asking you to do your best to keep learning with an open mind and to keep listening to the stories of the people around you. Listen to the people who may have different cultural, socioeconomic, or racial backgrounds from you, and listen to the hardships they face. Because you can't solve a problem, and you also can't make a change if you aren't aware that it's a problem in the first place. You don't know what you don't know, but let's try our best to learn as much as we can, because change comes when we educate ourselves. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Better Make Room on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Better Make Room. For more information about Better Make Room, check out their website, which is linked in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.